This is Mountaintop History, a podcast from the Thomas Jefferson Foundation at Historic Monticello. My name is Kyle Chattleton. Today we bring a belated Independence Day episode on the story of the Declaration of Independence. But perhaps it isn't so belated, as we will soon see. On June 7, 1776, in the city of Philadelphia, Virginia Delegate Richard Henry Lee proposed a resolution, a resolution stating, Resolved, that these united colonies are, and of right ought to be, free and independent states, that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown, and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is, and ought to be, totally dissolved. He proposed this resolution to members of the Continental Congress, a collective made up of delegates from all 13 American colonies. Massachusetts delegate John Adams seconded Lee's motion, but some other members of Congress asked that a vote on the resolution be postponed. In the meantime, it was determined that, if Lee's resolution would succeed, and all signs were pointing to it eventually succeeding, a document should be created to formally announce America's break from Great Britain. And so another Virginia delegate, Thomas Jefferson, created the first draft of the Declaration of Independence. In it, he wrote, We hold these truths to be sacred and undeniable, that all men are created equal and independent, that from that equal creation they derive rights inherent and inalienable, among which are the preservation of life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Jefferson's draft would be edited by John Adams, Benjamin Franklin, and other members of the Continental Congress. On July 2nd, 1776, a vote was finally held on Richard Henry Lee's motion of independence, and it passed. A local newspaper, the Pennsylvania Evening Post, wrote, This day the Continental Congress declared the United Colonies free and independent states. John Adams wrote to his wife, The second day of July, 1776, will be the most memorable epoch in the history of America. I am apt to believe that it will be celebrated by succeeding generations as the Great Anniversary Festival. It ought to be solemnized with pomp and parade, with shows, games, sports, guns, bells, bonfires, and illuminations from one end of this continent to the other, from this time forward forevermore. But it wasn't to be. At least the July 2nd part. Instead, Independence Day is celebrated two days later on July 4th, the date that the Continental Congress ratified Jefferson's edited Declaration of Independence. Even still, it took a number of days for most people in the former colonies to hear about the news. Among the earliest was perhaps Robert Hemings, who was enslaved by Jefferson and accompanied him to Philadelphia. On July 6th, the same Pennsylvania Evening Post was the first newspaper to publish the Declaration of Independence. On July 9th, the Declaration was read out to American troops and local New Yorkers in Lower Manhattan. 
the New York Postmaster, Ebenezer Hazard, wrote to General Horatio Gates, quote, It has been received, as might naturally be expected, with great joy. In fact, some in the crowd marched down to a nearby statue of King George III and pulled it down. According to Hazard, quote, His statue here has been pulled down to make musket ball of, so that his troops will probably have melted majesty fired at them. On July 18th, the declaration was read out to the public in Boston, Massachusetts. There were three hearty cheers given, wrote Henry Aline, and the field cannons were discharged and the bells rang. One week later, on July 25th, locals in Williamsburg, Virginia heard the text of the declaration. The Virginia Gazette recorded that it was, quote, received with universal applause under a discharge of cannon, firing of small arms, illuminations in the evening, etc., etc. The story of the Declaration of Independence and its influence across America and even around the world went much further than a few days in July 1776. But it's worth considering how long it took for news to travel and how Adams was right that Independence Day would be celebrated with parades, bells, and fireworks, but not on July 2nd. This has been another edition of Mountaintop History, a collaboration between WTJU and the Thomas Jefferson Foundation. To learn more and to plan your next visit, go to monticello.org.